Now we're going. So you can talk. No, because I don't know where your mic's at. It's right there. <laughs> Everyone has their own mic today. We all no. have our own mic, Alessa. I yeah. know you want to use my See, mic. See, what happens to the uh, whole fake name thing? Oh, oh whoa. You You're our featured your artist oh, on our episode well, today. You, we never agreed on the fake name, so. <laughs> Too bad, bro. I mean, you don't um, have to name any other parties besides you yourself. You know, what do you want? Well, what do you want to call Alessa, you? So I think yeah. we're talking about somebody oh, okay. else. It's no, not like my we. Name my name is. My name is. What a lesson. So yeah. What happened? Tell us about last night. <laughs> okay, so I laid in bed and I fell asleep. Is that what? I mean, sleep is pretty dope. Right. That's, That's how it felt. No, but. Tell us really what happened. Okay. Wow, thing? is this like VR, like virtual reality? See, si. You put on the goggles? Um, well, I think on the last show we talked about taking acid for a little bit. And I ah, think orale. it's been... Sensory deprivation. Yeah, I think it's been okay. in a couple of our minds lately. And not mine, mom oh. and dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> not mine either, mom and dad. Um, but, so yeah, I took a tab yesterday and... It was pretty interesting. It was a, I th- I don't think I could have predicted having an experience like that. Can you describe it? Or um, not really? It, he, it was hard it. because <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> so you were laying down in bed and <laughs> she's still in bed. <laughs> no. Are you sure you're not? Oh man. <laughs> this is going this down is the rabbit hole like so fast. Like fuck. It can. Um, no, let's not go down that hole. No, it was just kind of a weird experience because you couldn't process anything that you were seeing, feeling. Do you know the me- uh, the touching. measurement of the dose? Like how? What, no, what you took, I don't. Like the I don't. I took a risk. You just popped the tab. Yeah, I've been there, done that. That was actually I never knew the dosage. Whenever you I know, took LSD, like to I was just like, like tab. Well, I've never tab. taken LSD in my life. I'm not, I'm not uh, LSD, but like I mean, doses, dose, dosage is it's nice to know if you. I mean, that it, stuff. it would be, but yeah. that I, way, then you can like have like a, a yeah, a no, reference, it's, it's a definitely better yeah. to ask yeah. all those questions. I mean, it came from my homies, so like I knew it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like it was sure, people I yeah, trusted. Yeah, of course, I'm sure you. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's, it's you're taking a risk. Like you, Are you I really? knew that that I didn't know all of these things. Well, there's like I an existential risk, like was, you know, we're always taking. Was a risk, this your first encounter walking, with psychedelics or no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. But okay. Which one am I? Coming out from it. Now, are you, was it like a positive experience or just like weird or how how would you okay, describe I th- it? Okay, the reason why I wanted to oh, take yeah. acid was because. Um, I thought it could give me some clarification on some questions that I had. And why'd you choose acid over like something like a mushroom, Mushrooms. psilocybin, like something a little easier? Um, I don't know, just because it okay. came into my into my life, like it was yeah. offered to Moving me. Moving on, may, may I venture into what those questions were that you wanted clarification on, or not? Um, 
You want to dive into that? I think. Yeah, they did. They, they did work. Did you yes, get clarification? Yes, yeah? I did get clarification. Okay. And that's kind of where, like, I would be answering your first question, whether it was good or bad. Um, for like the first three hours, it was really good, and it felt amazing. But then it was kind of like a sensory overload, and you felt too much, and you couldn't control that excess. And it was kind of, I felt like I kept trying to wait for the sun to come up because that's when it would end. Mm. And At so, least that's when you thought it was going to yeah, end. Yeah, like that's your, like I was counting on that. And it yeah, did, it did. Yeah. But I was kind of just waiting for the sun to come up so I could stop feeling it. Cause Is that kind of like, did you lose a sense of time? Oh. When you're yes, saying that you're yes. like waiting for the sun to come up, it almost yes. feels like you're projecting because to that me that you weren't even able to measure like 30 I minutes, 45 no. or an hour. I kept looking at the watch and I kept trying to go about my day and continue my day because I had so much energy. So is that like a dreamlike state, Josh? Is um, like, do you enter very, like a dreamlike state? It depends on what... Or like or, what I mean, like, you know, like when you're dreaming yeah, yeah, yeah. and I like you can yeah. float or you can do it's, things in your dreams. You can like... It's wander, very, very... You, know, you can never... It's similar the time, to the physical the sensation of when you... It's physical. It's physical. What the fuck? It's similar to the <laughs> physical sensation you feel when you realize that you're like in a lucid dream. Yes. That you feel like that almost like weightless feeling. But you're, you're, you're physically yeah, alive. You're like, what the fuck? Am I sure this is not a dream? And Okay, um, I've never had a dream this vivid. But I've had several. Maybe you might have the you more mean often as after last this night. experience. Maybe. You no. mean as vivid <laughs> as vivid as what you felt last night with the experience of the Yeah, okay. Supplement. Last night I could the floor was starting to like show patterns. Oh yeah. Like as if there was tile and the the floor was just old and the paint had like uh, like there was no yeah. specific pattern on it. It was just like it, it, regular. Yeah, the floor. the floor is concrete, but I was seeing a tile pattern. Yeah. And then um So you were beginning beginning to see behind the partial hologram into the grid oh, yeah, of the matrix of reality. Okay, that's what's trippy. When I was looking at the plants, there was a grid like Yeah, because figure. that's what a lot of people talk about, Alessa. The grid and the like the information um, matrix or yeah. that complex of raw data yeah, that's I just think processing I sat and outside for like a good Forty minutes just looking at the plants. What time was it when you like took the tab? I think it was around ten. Uh, PM, ten PM. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. that's the the what I noticed is, um with like my experimentation with LSD is that most of the times that I would take it, it was later in the day. But taking it in the middle of the day definitely has a different effect on like how it feels. I feel like it's a little bit more. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I mean, the Beatles, like, day know. tripper. Like, yeah. you know, okay. like, I mean, you're totally, like, in... You can see the sunlight and, like, everything. That intense. grid is just going to be theoretically more uh, vivid with the um, those uh, the serotonin analogs there, there you know, substituting. For the, very for, for the very beginning of the trip, I felt like I was, like, being tickled. And then, like, after... Yes, like, I wanted to ask you, but I didn't want it to... After the last time I asked you over there, and you, I didn't want you to feel like... It was a microaggression, <laughs> you know, micro trigger. But yeah, did you feel the tickling? It felt like I like I was just surrounded by bubbles and that they were popping sense. near me. You just made it sound like, like more. <laughs> I sounded it's like It's for the a, radio viewers so that they could see yeah. all the visuals that we're going through. Like. Oh, talking about visuals, well, 
Anyway, we didn't put the camera on. We were supposed to. Oh, my uh, We could do it right now. It doesn't matter. You know, if you want. Like, like it, yeah. We'll just keep it going. We can get Siri to do it. Alexa, get the camera. Alexa, call oh. the CIA. Siri. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Oscar there tapping the. Yeah. So keep telling us, Alexa. That's really cool. Like, you, you, it sounds like you had a cool experience. I did. I did. There wasn't any negative stuff, like any weird, dark part of the trip. No, and that's what you I was You never felt lost? Of. Did you ever feel lost? Like Yes. Uh, like, at the very end, when I wanted to get out of my trip, and when I wanted to end it, I would, like, I went and I showered, and it's because I felt like I was stuck in a, in a loop. Like a, oh, yeah. Yeah, and okay. so I felt like I kept repeating, like, I kept lying down, trying to go to bed, and then waking up, pacing to go get, like, food, and then I would lie back down, and then I would check the time again, and then I would, like, start dancing or, like, get distracted, when, and then, Let me like, ask you this. Let me stop you there. Sorry. When you would go get food... Did you actually eat the food or were you like, yes. what the fuck? I eat cheese. I eat a shit ton of cheese. I think I eat like it my roommate's entire box of cheese. Oh, like it didn't trip you out? Yeah. It didn't trip you out? Like, yes. whoa, cheese. What the fuck is this? Yeah. I thought it was like an amazing experience to yeah. eat cheese. And I kept telling people to eat cheese. I kept feeding people cheese. Yes. Everything's an amazing experience. I had the exact opposite of that. I, right, tell we us. Were, it was like a very powerful trip in like the middle of the peak. And I felt fucking hungry. And we were within walking distance of a Whataburger from a friend's house. And I was like, fuck it, man. Let's walk over there. So we did. And once we got there and I ordered and everything, I was like real hyped up in my mind. But then I got the food and I was looking at it and I was like, what is this even? Like, are they even feeding us like real shit? And then I just started thinking about like everything they say about fast food and everything. Yeah. And then I was just like, all of a sudden I didn't feel hungry or it felt like the the uh, energetic frequencies of that food was like, Non, like, non beneficial to my entity. And so could it like, be safe to say that, like, when you're having that uh, chemical alteration of your consciousness, you know, that attenuation, mm-hmm. that the world around you seems to reveal its true self to you, like everything, like in your case, the Whataburger was talking to you and telling you, "Hey, man, I'm bogus. Don't eat." Yeah, it wasn't so much this that the food, food was telling me that. It was just like... But yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that conglom- could be yeah. the perception of, of... Yeah, it was like a conglomeration of all the information I've had sure, with absolutely. regards to like fast food was like very evident in my face and like I, I couldn't ignore it just because of the flavor. Yeah, like okay, when people I think make a, that's what acid does the most ultimately. Like it doesn't let you... It compiles data that you already have and then it's like different perspective automatically. Sure, yeah. sure, or that's it absolutely you, it. like hide behind like... This facade, like it puts it in your face, and since you can't Deny process it. things, yeah. you are forced to deal with them and like accept them as they are. Okay, because for instance, when I was trying to get out of my house, because at one point I did like leave and I ended up at HEB. Um, That's me. Sorry. Oh. Um. I was when like I had just got another shower and I was looking for clothes and everything was unfamiliar to me like touching all of my belongings and all of my things they felt like they, like they weren't mine like I was looking at myself from another perspective, perspective like yeah. and like and I wasn't judging myself it was just like I was looking at myself as if I had never seen myself or experienced for sure yeah that's what a lot of people say and that's what I was saying with my point was that the 
um, some people that don't, maybe they don't have such an eloquent vocabulary or their nomenclature, they just, they're not able to um, Quantify, articulate, yeah, yeah, articulate this kind of stuff. They just, they Ex- say like, hey, this was it. talking to me or this yeah, was, yeah. I was hearing voices or this, when actually it's just uh, our own perception of reality that's been altered, chemically altered so that we're, we're no longer running on the same operating system that we were running on. We're running on a a hybrid operating system that includes the uh, those uh, molecules that are sending the information that are native to our our body, and then the the catalysts that you ingest, Al- along with the amplification of oxygen-rich blood that reaches your brain, because yeah. LSD forces you to breathe so much deeper yeah. than you would normally. Um, your lungs just expand a lot. And I was able to kind of venture down that route a little bit more, which is what I feel. This is weird. We're on TV, right? Are we? Yeah, we were for, for the a second? TV viewers at home, <laughs> the radio listeners. We were, but I was thinking to go off. But anyways, like uh, I ventured into that pathway a little bit more. Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, let me elaborate. <laughs> After the first time that um, I like, I took LSD, and it gave me like a sort of like a mirror. That was the first effect that I felt was like a very harsh look at myself. Not harsh, but when I say harsh, it's just like stripped of all like the extra shit around it. I wonder and it's if just almost like, like if that's base, what she felt like. Like base facts about like yeah. my human like um, manifestation or whatever. Your this physical, me, physical uh, form. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and along with like all the actions that I've done regardless of whether I had like been true actions or shit that like lies I might have told here and there like you know just like, like I said like a conglomeration of all that is me but looking at it from the perspective of like outside of myself mm-hmm. and so it was like oh okay like your flaws are highlighted but not so much to like put you down but just so you can be like oh okay I see like where I could be better or at least that's how I took it and yeah, then, that's that's good because in the olden times, these kind of psychedelics were used by the the shamans to to induce group telepathic experiences so that everybody could have a self realization together first, in one in a big step. So the that whole first society. experience kind of resulted in one of those group telepathic experiences because it was just me and three of my closest friends that I'd, we had been friends for years for like at least three oh, four okay. years. That is that was so weird to me. Did because you experience I, that? I did it with a friend, of course, because I didn't want to do it by myself for yeah. the first time. And there was two other friends there. But the friend that I did acid with, mm-hmm. it was like we had the same trip. We felt the same things. We experienced the same night. But we were nowhere near like... We, like so physically at some point, not near each other. Yeah. we At some point, we weren't physically in the same room. But we were still feeling the exact Like each other's things. presence and shit? Yes. I felt really attached to her. And, yeah. um, but did you start out in the same room together? Yes. Yeah, oh, that okay. affects it. Yeah, wow. And that, that's good. In, okay, what I was getting back to, to answer your question, what I meant by like exploring the idea of um, like the breathing aspect of it, uh, after that first trip, I looked into it a little bit more because I, I had, like in my mind's eye, seen like a message that was in my life that I hadn't completely seen up until that moment. And it made me explore like meditation and stuff a little bit more. So the second time around, I had like a little bit more of an objective. And my objective was to like see how deep I can go into the meditation with it. And like from everything, like most of the information that I got was from online sources or whatever. So I'm not entirely sure how accurate anything is. But ultimately, I feel like 
the the when people think of the word meditation, they automatically assume like, oh, you're like sitting, like legs crossed, eyes closed, like wearing something. You know what I mean? Like the whole yeah. thing no, that that. I mean, uh, I have a friend that does yoga, and um, she does train on a regular basis, and she always likes to remind people that meditation is in any form like it's, exactly. it's breathing yeah exactly it's just focusing on the breath and allowing your mind to quiet down and where you're just focusing on your breath and within that like you're able to really clear your mind and really exert like your conscious energy into a specific thought that you want to develop ideas or even just to like relax your mind and quiet your mind and you know just have that quiet time inside of your mind because most of the time our mind is going like a million miles an hour thinking about whatever we're doing right now, what we've got to do next, the next, the day after, yeah. what happened the day before, like trying to figure out if you're driving down the road to make sure you don't get fucking hit. Like, okay. So much input at all the time. Both of those things, like the driving, I felt like it was so hard to like... You drove? Not, yeah. I told you Fuck. I ended up at HEB because I, I felt like I needed to get out and um, because... I do have allergies and I was rolling around like with my dog and like the other dogs and the other animals. So my asthma was like triggered and it was harder for me to breathe. And that kind of like triggered the second part of my trip where I, I felt like I needed to like get out of the area that I was in. And eventually like I ended up at HEB, but that was towards, you know, the very end of my trip and I was kind of lucid it was only in like very small amounts that I could. It was see. a lot more physical than it was mental, like yeah. at least the sensations, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in yeah, in my experience, it it, it was very similar. Like um, coming back down, or what it felt like to me is like you were wearing your soul on the outside, mm-hmm. right? Like everything internal was externalized. Like your I, subconscious was brought forth, yeah. at least for me, and well, it was just like whoa, like this is insane. Mm-hmm. Where you said. That, uh, like, you stopped regarding, like, your daily motives, you know, all these Mm -hmm. things that aren't really important that we get caught up in. That really became apparent because none of, when I first kind of realized I wasn't myself when I was on acid, I was just looking at all these things that I had and they just didn't feel like my belongings and they didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was attached to them and I didn't really care for them. And I think at one point in my trip, I kind of just debated whether I should just, you know, take some of my shit and then just like run off and like go somewhere else just because none of this like really mattered to me. And it was, it was interesting because I, I didn't really care like what happened to these things. Do, how do you feel now? Do you still feel the same? Or do you feel like, okay, that's like a mode of thought? And I'm still me, but like, that's well, something. I feel like it really clears up what, you know, things that I'm actively trying to Solve. get. Yeah. yeah, or to get from like, you know, like say like I work this many hours and I like spend it all on, you know, something that I really think is important right now. But it just cleared up. Oh, like that. None of that was really important. Like, Word. not not a lot of the things that I'm like paying attention to are really important. 
And that was interesting to see because not having an interest in the things that you're interested in was... I don't, I don't think I can describe it properly. Hmm. I, I get where you're coming from, though, but... Huh. I feel like if Picasso were here, he would have a lot more to elaborate on that. Because it, it had a... Yeah. He... I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but from what I've gathered from, like, our iterations or our conversations about, like, our experiences, respectively, with LSD is that he's shed a lot of the stuff that is not, that he doesn't feel is, like, important to him. I mean, like, so, yeah, like, there is, like, the whole music and a bunch of other stuff. But I don't know. I I won't speak for him. But for, for myself, it was a little bit more of... I guess the same thing, but more of like a personal inventory, like a look inward, not so much as like this, the material things I have around me, but like that same type of mind frame looking at myself and being like, which attributes of myself are shit that's not really me. And it's just like, how, like I need to get rid of them. You know what I mean? And so yeah. since then, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm there yet, but I, I've just been trying to be like a Do you think- best version of me. That you actively like sought out acid because of these no, it, uh, it like curiosities. No, for me, it just came to me like a hundred percent through other people that had the experience, and they were like, "Dude, you need to like try this." And there, like I said, the first time that I had it, I was with Picasso and another friend of mine named Andy. That's like really, really good friends of mine, and they're like, "Yo, like let's let's go on this journey." And I was I trusted them, and I was like, you know what? All right, and they're kind of like the same people that I started like smoking weed with, so it was almost like another little ritual that was created amongst like in our in our friends' circle. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's the way it came to me, and then after that, I experimented with it over the span of like half a year or so. Like not not every fucking day, but like periodically throughout that half year or a little bit more than that, and then until ultimately like I had like a very profound experience while we were camping. Uh, me and a couple of other friends. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like I've had enough of the psychedelics to, like, I don't I don't have to keep coming back to this. I feel like I've, you know, like I, I found what I was looking for. Like, I'm, I'm good without it. Yeah. Um, what did, one thing that I felt was really interesting is towards the end of my trip, <laughs> <laughs> my dog's running. Uh, towards the end of my trip, um, I felt like I needed to take more. Like, I wanted more. Yeah. When I was starting to see less visuals and just have that body, uh, you That's know, high. Did you throw up or anything? Were there any, uh, like, Weird nauseous nauseous feelings? Um, any of that? Indigestion or any, like, things like that? The next, well, like, this morning, yeah. But I think that kind of has to do with, like, me eating a whole box eating of cheese. Eating a whole box, <laughs> of, cheese. <laughs> a whole box yeah, of cheese, yeah, no. No, because sometimes they say that, like, during these uh, psychedelic experiences it, or a, a change of consciousness, a rapid change of consciousness, like, you you go through, a like, a liquidation of whatever you have inside like a, you. Like a purge, almost. A purge, exactly, yeah. that, that kind of, like, word. And, like, you just get rid of everything, like... Especially with those higher kind of uh, like more potent psychedelics, like a mescaline or the yeah the what, what peyote I've, and that kind of like deal. It's, it's funny that I literally just said that <laughs> I felt like I was done with psychedelics, but I feel like the one that I really want to venture into the most, still a little bit further, more so for 
creativity as opposed to like a, a self type of I mean, it might come with the territory, you know, like a, another like reevaluation of myself, but more so to dive further into like my creativity per se. Um, what I want to keep experimenting with at least a, a handful more times is uh, psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah, you and, should. Uh, it's ayahuasca. probably different species out there of psilocybin that you could. Yeah, ayahuasca ultimately. So, one, yeah, I feel like those are places I want to go yeah. just to kind of take a walk down the spiritual alley one more time. <laughs> yeah, you should, man. Plan it out. Try to do like some sensory deprivation or something where you put up that ionic solution in a bathtub and like yeah, raw curtain, definitely. you know, at least just to get yourself into the... I was listening to what you were saying earlier. We were trying to mess with the cameras for the radio audience, but the the uh, you were talking about that progression of like seeing how deep you can dive into it. Yeah. Like, you know, the first time around something happened to you, then second time around you were trying to like you know a actively more have a yeah, yeah so use it for like it's an, not an, an some ends. kind of like party mode like yeah, you were dude. doing something a little bit like um again like you know, I, if i didn't know any better i would say that somebody had trained you on like consciousness or something like you didn't and like just dude, the, like you saying that if from my first experience uh, that's almost like what i was able to take away from it because like yeah, when, like somebody's watching over you, Josh. Yeah. And then like in that experience that you it was just like, like you went boom. through one door, but when you went through it, like many other doors. Something were yeah, like but it's like that in the in the Matrix too, when they open the door and then they close it again, they open it again, it's like a different scene. Yeah. So like it was one of those things. Like if somebody else had done the exact same thing that you did, probably it <laughs> wouldn't have been as uh as uh eventful or uh mind opening. Yeah. So and and like I had mentioned on a couple of episodes before and, and in various conversations, like the throughout like my teenage life and my young adolescent life, I was very, very obsessed with like lucid dreaming and the idea of being able to control dreams and stuff like that. And that, that all came by way of me watching Waking Life as a young dude. Like I was oh, like yeah. in fifth grade. Yeah. So it kind of introduced me to that idea and I've, I, I had ran with it. And then like, I don't know, it, like like I said, like when I had the experience, it was just like, you were into all of this, so you can understand this. Sure. And yeah, you know, one like door it was like leads a, to another, yeah. and, and you just kind of like, you eventually find your way to the truth, because there's really only one truth, so we're, it'll always sound familiar to us, with yeah. whoever like the pundit is, it's, you know, just talking, yeah. giving giving that truth, talking about it, or pro- proclaiming it. How I know that you haven't done LSD, you said, right? No, no but LSD. you've messed with, or you've ventured with psilocybin? Well, I've read a lot of books. And I'm really knowledgeable, theoretical person, but you know, I couldn't really say mm. completely without you know, compromising <laughs> anyone. The but yeah, like the 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 whole idea is is these are serotonin analogs, Josh. And so I could comment as an expert in you know, on a chemical sense. Yeah. We're like I was telling Alessa, we're really once we take one of the these uh agents you know whether it's a mushroom the psilocybin or the lsd we're we're pushing aside naturally occurring biomolecules that bind to sites within our brain and and we're pushing those aside and and giving a a quicker avenue of access to these psychoactive molecules that are almost the shaped the same way and have almost the exact same functionality except for some tiny shifts in a primary amine here or, a, you know, an ethylated amine or some 
some other kind of and so when when that functionality shifts on a on a bio bio scale within us it's like a voltage shift on on some of these uh, equipments you get the wrong yeah. uh, power adapter and the thing will still turn on but it just won't fire the same way so that's why you little... you know you might find yourself doing the same thing 20 or 25 times over and over, and you're like still loop. trying to cook the pop tart in the toaster, and it's just not like cooking because you never plugged in the toaster. But like you, you insist on pushing the button yeah. because your your brain's literally not firing with all the. Yeah, I think that was something that I didn't enjoy about being on acid because I liked everything. I loved the vi- visuals; they were amazing, and I loved feeling so much and being able to interpret so so many things in kind of the same way. But when I couldn't process things correctly, it would get me so upset because I kept like l- losing my phone and then finding it, checking the time, doing something else, and then losing my phone did you ever, again. Did you ever look over at your over. phone and then the screen was just like fucking weird, like it didn't even yes. make sense? Okay, that's how I started to notice that <laughs> I, was, I was beginning my trip because the friend that I was with, yeah. she has done acid before, right? Yeah. And she was just basically saying, hey, check at your text and, like, see if the letters are bouncing up and down. And it's just, like, a slight wave. Yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> for me, it was a little bit more pronounced. I, I just remember <laughs> looking at my phone and it just looked like fucking just, strings of, like, binary code. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like okay. the Matrix. <laughs> just, um, okay, just put that shit down. I've like, seen, whatever. you know, again, like, I've read these books that I that I keep telling you about yeah. where um, the subject here in the book is looking at the TV screen and the TV screen looks like somebody made it with Crayola markers or like the Crayola crayon and like it's frozen, like there's no movement. So like I've seen that and then like where like the sofa starts here, like you're sitting in the sofa and <laughs> like I'm sitting in the sofa, but literally the sofa starts from here yeah, out. Yeah, like it's a, like it's you're a piece in of your the body. sofa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so. Like the Philadelphia so experiment. Those yeah, feelings. I started feeling like my feet were, were inside water because I was watching that video that had water coming out of it. So my feet felt wet. And it was kind of weird because of the sweating that you get when you take acid. Sure. So and again, I think I, I, I attribute that to the operating system, the, the, the subtle changes in the operating system. Because, um, you know, going with that logic, we're, we're a computerized bio, biomechanical computer. So you make one slight change and it's a chain reaction um, from one, one step to the other. So you're, you're looking at a movie and then your brain is like, associating it and like doesn't filter it there's no filter there's no barrier so your feet get wet because like in the movie it's like the the there's water or something so our brain normally when we're sober or we're when we're even like alcohol related type yeah. of you know it's a that association is there like you we can read between the lines and and we can see like clearly but when when you're on psychedelics, the read between the lines doesn't work. Like your your brain isn't able to. Most of the time, when we're reading a, a word, like on his water bottle, it says "live strong," but it's not strong. Like if you look at it, like it's strong. There's, there's a K there. There's a K. Live so strong. one of us is on psychedelics and one of us isn't, because a a, a person on psychedelics 
would just say live strong. They wouldn't be able to associate the I don't, the I don't know. At hey. least in my experience, in the ability to read between the lines was a lot more profound, especially when it came to um, consuming like mixed media. And stuff well, like yes, that. because the, like the, the filter's the, not there. Like your filters, the, the filter's not the, there. We sat through Alice in Wonderland, the animated one, and just every line of dialogue was like double entendre, triple entendre, meaning like, you know, like it was so intense. Like every line of dialogue was like a sort of like lesson with respect to whoever, like mostly towards Alice. And it was so fucking weird. Like, Every, it just felt every line had we such an impact. We might be talking about a little bit different read between the lines. I think oh, okay. I'm physically talking about, like, if we see the word um, responsible, mm. like your brain doesn't take all the letters from the word when you're sober and then assign each letter specifically. And then your brain just sort of like reads the R-E-S, then reads the I-B-L-E yeah. at the end, and then just kind of fills in the gaps. Yeah. When you're on psychedelics, there's no fill in the gap. Part. It's just like that's wow. what I meant. Like, oh, so okay, okay. You I see, would I see be what you're able saying. to technically see all the subtext in a novel, or or the the value of each uh, individual, um, uh, the emotion that the author was putting in that line. So you're gonna definitely be reading between those different lines. Oh, okay. But that, I the see other what you're stuff saying. That what I was I saying is saying. that like your brain doesn't do like in auto mode, like we see the sign for San Antonio. We know it doesn't say San Miguel because we're right here on South I-35, so we're driving north. There's San Miguel yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, there's other like, forms of association exactly. to like, so, fill in. So the, okay, fill I in see, the gaps I see what you're saying. happens because we're, on the, we're not on psychedelics on a daily. So that's, I think, part of the main reason why the government doesn't want us on psychedelics is because it'll open up these avenues of consciousness where we won't be just uh, stuck no, in one no dimension the government topic of like uh yeah like monkey see monkey do like uh somebody might actually break out of this uh you know the mental prison that they think god we, forbid they have if that you, you figure out you create your own reality you know exactly yeah and seven and a half billion of us are doing it because there's some oppressive force it's that's why I said earlier the partial hologram. Like you peel back the layer and you're seeing the matrix there on your tile floor. That One of the craziest things that I felt, w- like in that in that type of mental space, was like th- going into the or like thinking of quote unquote conspiracy theories. It's like, bro, if they're a hundred percent true, then like this is how the world works, and like it's scary as fuck, <laughs> like. You know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. I sent my dad a text today. Like, it was like, uh, what was it? Um, him and my nephew were watching the basketball game yesterday. And uh, then I told my dad something. I was like, yeah, it's funny, like, how people believe in ghosts. They believe in fairy tales. They'll believe in all this stuff, like zebras mixing with the horses or whatever those, you know, the ligar, all those things. They'll believe in all that fiction. But the minute that, that somebody, a chemist, tells them there's a polymer that the that ball's made out of a, a magnetic polymer, and uh, they have Wi-Fi, and, and they, they set up these uh, electronic uh, fields, electro-EM fields in the ballparks, and they just charge the field. And then Palos, a pro that's been handling the ball since they were three years old, suddenly can't dribble all of a sudden. Like, you know, they're getting paid millions of dollars. They can dribble until the end of time, but suddenly they can't dribble. 
Because they can't that, fucking knock down an open shot. But like people will, people will believe in ghosts. They'll just debate you till the end of time. Not that because we talked about ghosts the other time. No, I, 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 I know what you're saying. People yeah, I get believe what you're saying, in stuff though, that, yeah. that you can't prove, but you can prove that you can stick metal in 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 polymers. You know, polymers are double double bonded um, carbon-based molecules that are really long chains that have that repeating, and and you know they make like nice uh, rubber plastic kind of products and and you can stick hetero atoms in there you can stick metal in there and you can create these magnetic fields and and do things with the with the these n- these nylons and these 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 materials and so that's what they're doing man they're doing that and people don't believe that so that's like the whole nature of conspiracy theory because when you said that that was like a micro trigger over here for me cuz yeah. i mean i don't really like back in that that movie with mel gibson and julia roberts like that was like a summer blockbuster in like 96 or 97 what women want you know or whatever it was called conspiracy theory and like oh, lauren hill sings one. a song like uh, um you know like the fugies did like a uh, the soundtrack and they appeared on I mean it's like this whole deal like it was like it was glorified live? in the 90s they were making movies mega mega Hollywood stars were they making live. a movie about well that's they live but uh, called conspiracy theory about this homeless guy and and like this Pulitzer Prize winning um, journalist falls in love with some some loser homeless guy like that's really ever going to happen in real life like but that's what they're pumping in Hollywood in the 90s conspiracy theory and now again Somebody you can connect the dots and people will just have look you ever, at you like you're crazy. Have you ever gone gone back to see like old movies again and then just notice shit that you never seen the first oh, time around? Yeah, all the time, man. Like I went it's good. recently, maybe like a little bit more than a year ago, we were hanging out at a homie's house and then we we're stoned as fuck and then we were like, What do we throw up on Netflix? And we came across small soldiers. I don't know if you remember that movie from like the mid nineties. I, yeah, I remember no. it. I never saw it, but I remember okay. it. Okay, yeah. well, I saw it. Like, yeah. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. Yes, yes, older. no, no, no. But, but anyways, so we threw it on, and, like, in the background of a lot of the scenes of the main uh, protagonist, like, he, the little kid or whatever, yeah. there's, like, so many things, like, related to, like, conspiracy theories and shit. Or, like, not, con- but, like, or counterculture, perhaps. Like, I wonder, on yeah. His, on his desktop, there's this thing that says, like, question everything. And then on like the background, he has like Jimi Hendrix experience, like Led Zeppelin, and like, a bunch a, of other shit. And I was is like, "Is that what a the Pixar fuck? Like, flick? Like, animated? No, like no, no. Pixar? It's not. It's not animated. It's like live action with uh, those little toys, like literally toy soldiers. So, that, but do the toys like they're little monitos that that do move, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is. But it's not Pixar. No, I think it is Disney, or it might be someone else. I don't know. I'm not I thought sure. it was Disney. I thought it was Disney when, too, uh, yeah. but I think it might be wrong. It might be DreamWorks or some shit. Okay, DreamWorks. But, um, but see, all that stuff is connected. Like, oh shit, watch out! They dropped Iger, the mic. Iger, Iger uh, so um, is CEO of Disney right now, and I mean, they're they have a lot of uh, properties, you know, that they that they manage. But no, anyway, you're absolutely right, man. You go back and you watch something. You're gonna see something new. Like that's that's good. That's a good practice. And know? then the the other thing that really caught me off guard was like the concept of like I mean the first time I saw the movie I was young as fuck and it was just like, Oh, I took it for what it was, you know, like oh like little toy soldiers moving around, that's crazy. But then the sec like the when I saw it recently again, like the story of the kid is like he's like he gets involved with like a crooked truck driver of like a toy company that's like all right sell these toys but you gotta give me 50 percent, or i'll fuck you up like that's almost literally like 
almost literally like word extortion. for word. Like extortion. Yeah. That sounds like, yeah. And he's saying this, this little kid. So it like totally sounds like a satire of the USA. Yeah. Yeah, like, like they have it on The Simpsons, no? They, they sometimes have... Sh- the episodes where yeah. something's gonna happen, and well, they don't they call that stuff like soft disclosure? Yeah, where they, they like do that. put it out like in subtly in like animation or, or the, the Simpsons, media. The Simpsons had FaceTime entertainment in the mid '90s. Yeah, that's right. I saw. I recently saw well, this video there were floating telephones around. Back then, Josh, like no, you could buy, like, like I mean, um, whoever thought like video call, you know, like back. But then. you could video call in the late '80s. Like um, AT and T had a phone. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know Tesla this. invented yeah. it. Yeah, like we, um, they were like two grand. You could buy the AT and T phone, and you had to. It was proprietary, so you had to have the other right. person had to have the same, same. exact phone, oh, okay. so that you could call them, and all the tech was there. But it was late eighties, so this is. I mean, we're again like they live like John Carpenter's, like you mentioned oh, that's that. Such a great movie. So the, there, there were rich people that were doing things like Lyndon Johnson had a TV inside his his uh, limousine and a telephone and all that stuff. Like you could see it at the Lyndon Johnson um, Museum there in Austin on I-35. So that's the 1960s. So, you know, there we're, we're uh, again, remember we're talking about the lost century, like these things that the, the our technology is uh, almost like 50, 70, 100 years behind. And yeah, at least for like the mainstream. Right. The mainstream for us—that's us. Like yeah, exactly. billionaires, trillionaires, people that um, oversee these uh, big groups like Bilderberg and and these these types the, of, the of thirteen things, families. They they have access to tech that's beyond anything we could ever imagine. Um, yep. And see, that's. I mean, Eddie Bravo talks about stuff yeah, like that. You know exactly, and, and like it's those and, type of ideas. While under like. That they be, uh, they feel like they come to the forefront. Or at least for me, they came to like the forefront of like my perception there because I was like, it's in everything. Holy like you could go fuck, back and like, watch like the Goonies, or you could go back and watch anything, any kind of movie, and and you'll be able to see no I, subtle saying, things like that. I'm saying like um on one of those LSD trips that I had, like just standing outside. Oh wow, you took it back to the LSD. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, mean, I, the, I I didn't. But yeah, yeah, no. Correctly. But but going back to that, like those thoughts or these ideas that we're presenting right now to where like these people have access to like potentially like reality altering technology. Like, yes. We're like at the forefront of my perception of, of me just standing outside, like in the outside of uh, my friend's house, like just looking up into the sky being like, shit, like this could easily be a hologram. Like, well, they could, say it is. You know I mean, I mean? it's like, like a partial hologram or that's why like, there's like, there could be Mandela effect, um, e- events happen right before your eyes now. I've heard of real-time Mandela effect happening right before someone's eyes. Did, like, you, did you, were you one of those that thought that man, or remembers man, Nelson Mandela dying in jail or no? No, Nelson Mandela didn't die in jail. Like, I, I saw it happen. Like, I lived through it. Like, yeah. Like, like okay. Because <laughs> no, I, like, I'm not one reason, of those. Like, I, it, I'm one of those. I'm one of those that I remember being like in middle school, maybe or maybe early yeah. high school. Okay. And then in the textbook, he had died in jail. Well, that's good because that means it. Technically, you're not a hologram, and technically, I'm not a hologram either. But one of them is. <laughs> those people. Because obviously. you're living your timeline, and I'm living my timeline, and we jumped into one of their timelines. And it and it all goes back to CERN. Yes, it does go back to CERN. To the opening and of. Just I was gonna say uh, on the acid and we're in Plan trip, B of the the Plan B. Just like because you said you were on acid and then you were able to see, you know, this holograph and these things. Now, is it a 
is it the drug itself that makes you see these things or is it maybe you that you already kind of have that you know Perception inclination yeah to to thinking of those things i don't know man it's i would we would have to give it to someone that has no inclination towards right. anything right and see right. how that happens but the um if i might be incorrect about this but i feel like the literature on the experiences under lsd there's always like a similar um like narrative yeah, the, the in all of them. In the yeah, so it's, like the visuals and like the interconnectivity of it's like totally predictable. It's that same space. stuff that we talk about that pre predictable outcome, observable um, experiment. The result is going to be the same over and over. Where you can take a a, a beam of light or a uh, a particle wave or just a, a an energy source. Yeah. you can you can bombard a cellular matrix with energy. And if you know what the what the cellular matrix is composed of, the the particular proteins and alleles that it's composed of, then then you can predict the outcome of how that cellular matrix is going to respond to the stimuli. So that same thing can be said for we're a biomechanical uh, machine and we have an operating system, like the operating systems on our phones, our computers. Operating system changes from 10.3 to 11.1 and you don't, do your update, then your stuff is going to be... So you're literally... So, like, let's say just a guy that's into art, you know, painting, and he takes LSD, would he see what you guys are talking about? Or he would trip on maybe... like I don't know if, if it's that easy to say because we're looking at things like from a phenotypical, genotypical, like from that type of perspective where genotypical is like what's inside our genes that makes us what we are. The phenotypical expressed. is what we see on the outside. Yeah. But we're talking about trip. So if we're talking about trip, then we're talking about like consciousness. Consciousness. So what is the phenotype of consciousness? Just because I like Nintendo, does that mean that I was predisposed to like Nintendo? Because in in my um, previous lives, normally or work. No? In, so oh, that's yeah, nice. so what I'm saying is is that the the set of genes in our nuclear DNA and our mitochondrial DNA is going to predispose us to the way we're going to act if we're going to have an LSD. But like just to back up the point that Josh was making, most people will, and you, most people will have a similar experience and it's been documented. It's just a, the vernacular, the nomenclature, the the, the and vocabulary been, yeah, that different. where people aren't able to um, eloquently get their point across, but they're mm. mostly making the same point. Like, I saw something weird. There was a wave that I saw in the air, like almost like the mirage. It looks like the mirage and the oily film yeah. and the rainbow looking kind of, but, and my eyes looked like I felt like I was swimming, the chlorine and like all the haze, but not, I didn't go swimming. I wasn't in the, in the, in the desert, you know, all these things. So you rule out all those other factors that we, that we associate in the logical world. And then you're like, uh, a la verga, I'm tripping. Yeah. Okay. So, cause like, for instance, with uh, mushrooms, me and my girl took them, and she totally tripped different. In total, she had a total different trip than I did. And I don't know, maybe she was seeing colors too, and she was hearing noises the same as I was. But I think my trip was more pleasant, at least from my perspective. And I was more active. I wanted to move, and she was just like pegada and to the couch and. So I was like, as it then maybe you should be like that. Like, I really don't know, man. I think it's all like a I've personal. Done, I've messed with both thing. It's definitely 
different as far as like the physical um like side effects or what you feel on the come up with acid yeah because it's a lot more like if 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 you're doing acid and you like you don't have like what's one of the things that I imagine acid would be um, a more electronic feeling yeah. than mushrooms. Yeah, it's a lot more. That's that's one way of putting it. But also, see, it, that's it, a theoretical perspective electronic. from from the 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 analysis of the structures of the the two different uh, the lysergic diethylamide and then the, uh, psilocybin. the psilocybin. Um, how how can I put this into words? Acid gives you almost like a like a panic attack, anxiety attack. At least it feels that way. Like you're, like you're constantly going up on a roller coaster, getting closer to the top, and then it's like you, you just never come down. It's just like boom, breakthrough, and then like you're somewhere else. But it feels physically like you're wired as fuck. Like you have yeah. so much energy to like do anything, and like your your body responds almost automatically to like any like sense of somatic input that you have, and it's just like it feels almost like your body's an extension of your mind at first. And if people are unable to control their breathing throughout this part of it, it can lead people down like some darker. That's right, because that's what we were talking about. The whole point was breathing. Yeah. That the the whole thing about breathing and the, like people have always talked about consciousness and that the first things we have to do is is learn how to breathe correctly. Um, some Eastern philosophies have that like learn how to breathe for eight years and learn how to think for eight years and. The Samanas. Then you can learn how to meditate for, you know, another okay. eight or ten years. Let me ask you a question. Would you ever, or have you ever actively pursued a bad trip? Because, I don't know, for me, so it somehow seems enticing. Because that's what I thought I was going to get myself into when I took it. I thought I was going to have a bad trip. What do you mean, though, like bad trip? Like, that sounds well, kind exactly. of like counterproductive. Exactly. Not that I pursued it, but... What, but just experience. Yeah, that. like what 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 I can kind of relate to that, or my, the best answer I can come up with is that on one of the last times that I did take acid, I was like, I'm gonna walk around my house with the lights completely off, just to like, not that I felt I was afraid of the dark anymore, but like there's always like that link. Like if you wake up in the middle of the night and you like open the door to a dark ass hallway, there's like that tiny bit of like fear that you feel. Yeah. Cause so I, was, I mean like, like cause I watched Halloween when yeah. I was a kid in the seventies. So, yeah. Like, well not in the seventies, but, but, in, but, but in yeah, the no, 90s. I, I mean that I still think I'm going to see Michael Myers. Yeah, exactly. So like un under that frame thought, I was like, let me just walk around with like the lights off. And, and so it just, it was just like, Oh, okay. Like any fear that is there is just all, in you and there's not really anything there Correct. you know so Correct. that's like what i got yeah. out of it but i didn't get a bad trip out of it although i expected it i got I don't, i've never had a bad trip but i've had intense trips does that make sense yeah like to where it's just very very intense but it wasn't per se like a negative experience yeah. so uh, was yours like bad at the end like you say or or what is it i don't think that it was it was bad i i enjoyed the overall experience of it <laughs> Oscar the dog He's in the background. Having a good time, so. and that's what you do at Boogaloo. Right. Have a good time. Yeah. Um, it was just too long, and I didn't like that. I couldn't snap out of it. You know, we even 
alcohol, like it has its time frames. And with acid, like you just didn't know when it was going to stop. And since this tab was so intense, I was afraid that I wasn't going to come out of it. Like at one point I was sitting on my toilet and I was just like, fuck. I'm, I'm crazy forever. Yeah, I'm gonna be. <laughs> oh man, these like that YouTube video, world. like sitting on toilet, <laughs> sitting on toilet, <laughs> on toilet. I, I don't know. Like it's for me. What 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 I attributed more to like the visuals was more was enhanced visual acuity to like see or to be able to like visually see what you should understand, which is like there's n- really no such thing as empty space because that might be the oxygen, like the infinite. The, particles Increased floating in between oxygen. everything you know what i mean i wonder if it's like if the software change has some type of cellular function like if if we get you know we displace the serotonin then these other molecules they they bind our body gets a signal and then all of a sudden you're getting more oxygen but not because you're breathing it with your nose your breathing doesn't change although there is a little bit of like that heavy breathing, you know, like that feeling of like, but ultimately on a cellular level, there is a, uh, a um, like almost an acceptance. The cells just automatically accept that the everything the, the dials exp- in yeah, like the into the new happening. operating system. Yeah. So it's like one of those Michael Jackson videos. Like remember that bad video from Michael Jackson where he had like the faces, it would just one transform into another. It's, it's our bodies doing that when we, when we have this operating system changeover, it happens instantly from one cell to another, um, and that uh, that lag time is is uh, extremely negligible. So your body just automatically begins to feel different, and and that that fundamental truth there is that we're breathing more oxygen because there's more readily available oxygen yeah. that, we're, that we're sending to different parts of the brain. The crazy part about that is that you can achieve that just by changing your breathing pattern. Changing your breathing pattern in this atmosphere without having to take drugs. Exactly. But like that's what, what was one of the biggest takeaways that I had. may have been like a, a teaching experience, then you did it, and then that's it. But that's, again, we go back to over here my compadre, and why the government doesn't want you to do this. Because people like you will figure it out, and look what you're doing. I mean, you got a radio show, like you're, you're pumping this out to people. So there's, there's people listening to this that are going to follow along and want to do these things too. So the government doesn't want this precise thing that is happening to happen, even though it's in the Constitution. Yeah, that it like gives us like that... It's so part it's like of the there's a different idea. kind of government, yeah. which it's almost like what people call the deep state or the, the oligarchy. permanent the oligarchy. Yeah, those those the those, corporate uh, oligarchy. Yeah, geopolitical forces that mm-hmm. are that are overseeing so, everything. I'm gonna take a super hard left turn and bring everything oh, back dude. down yes. to the third dimension, or not necessarily because this next topic was very very interdimensional, but last Saturday's show, Desora. Dos Leones, Owls Clover, or it's Owls Clover, right? Yeah. Glaze. Glaze. Oh my wow. goodness. Yeah, Glaze. Just beautiful, dude. Yeah. Be- like, exceeded my expectations, and I had very high expectations for the whole thing. Like, my expectations it's, were high already, and it was just. If I may start the conversation, but um, sometimes I'm skeptical because when there's a lot of bands, like, it's, you know, 
the people won't appreciate it as much because yeah. they get too distracted. But yeah, I mean, Saturday's like show was perfect. It's good wow. that there was an MC, J Ram. Yeah, shout yeah, out to J Ram right. for doing that a good job. That also plays into yeah, to good experience at all. I mean. Uh, yeah, That's he, part of he, it, man. You he keep does the, great on the mic. Dude. You he keep the flow keep everything in and check. keep the timing good. Like we had the iPod there going. So as soon as there was a, a gap, you know, boom, boom like Jams. hit it. So there was never really a, any a in like dead the, air. Gap. Yeah. And so, it, it didn't kill the vibe at all. Like yeah. The vibe managed to stay at a high level the whole way through. And the the musicians performing that night just brought it to like the yeah. nth degree. Even yeah, like the people, played. like everybody nice. walked out at the end. Like, like, like wow. Like, just, like, fulfilled. Like, nobody lingered, like, after party till 7 in the morning. You Except know, they just... The one guy there. Oh, yeah, that one guy that always, <laughs> like, lingers. But, like, Alessa's... Um, any comments on the party? Were you I here? really enjoyed taking photos of her. Oh, she <laughs> had... did it sound, She Alyssa? had some sort of stage dynamic that's crazy, right? Yeah. Like, yes, she... Like, powerful. I think a lot of musicians, you know... Somewhere along the line, like if they continue for a while, like or, or just like I guess along the line, you realize that it's not enough to just Do play the, music, yeah. yeah, or just like create music. There's also the performance in that, yeah, that there's only you know, it, it takes a good artist to show that, and as the photographer, or you know, just taking photographs of, of performers it's always nice to just like see that that like they're putting on a show that you're not only hearing the music you're seeing it how she wants yeah, exactly. it to be portrayed I always say this but it's like theatrical in a way too like it's more of a just the music it's the whole show you know the it's a total package yeah yeah, you even had had to hire like a sound man, like a total like pro we that like you brought in from New York. Like, Who was that guy? I heard that. Like, yeah. Well, he's anonymous. No, anonymous. Just. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but but just wow, blown away, and I I was so like just in awe when they started playing Roulette Dares that I, I just yeah. was outside of myself. When they played Roulette Dares, it freaked me out. Like, what you the know, fuck? I want to say, I got to go out on a limb. So this is like the going out on the limb. This is like that one moment. This That that show on Saturday is probably the first official, like, real show that we've had here. Like, For real? Real. Like, the real, real show that, like, where it feels like where we could compete with those... Uh, those shows in other countries well, and other venues. Like we've obviously had shows here since like 2015 or 2016, but we had really good shows I and mean, really, Saturdays really good no shows. I'm not, but I'm not wouldn't say it's the dissing the other shows, but like better than everything was working. Everything was dialed in. Dude, that one was fucking bad. That was a good show. But this was a, this was a show where everything that could have gone wrong went wrong and everything that could have gone right immediately after the going wrong went right. So it was like a seamless, like an equilibrium. There was never a bad moment in the, that show. The, the saddest part that sucked was the, really the tech yeah. malfunction for show. Los Leones that they didn't get to play their new shit. That really sucked. And but what happened just, there with that? With um, that, but was that a gear gear yeah, malfunction the, on their end? The, the uh, guitarist, right? my brother, he uh, he runs off of uh, the Geo Apogee. His amazing pedal died on him, right? Yep. It just didn't work, dude. Yeah. That thing can. And yeah. he he said that he had like a little hiccup during the rehearsal earlier in the day, but yeah. it was like a one and done type of thing. Like, oh, like it was back online, like right after. 
But then it just... So you had to like maybe do an OS update or something I don't on know, it, man. firmware? I'm not sure. I'm, I haven't even spoken to him since then. He's been in Houston, so I'm not sure if he's gotten But he solved. totally shredded, man. Like, you know, through with the, the That their little freestyle like, that they had to do when he was fixing that the stream was cool, was cool, dude. It was funny, yeah. you know. And they changed the name real quick. Remind me again. Um, we had some band from California, some folk band message us a couple of times um, <laughs> about the name because they were also called Two Lions and they're like incorporated or whatever. So there was like not like a legal battle going on, but me like representing them, I just responded to the messages saying like, hey, look, first of all, I've searched for like the copyright to your name. It's not there. And if it is, send me the copy of what you're talking about because I think you're BSing. Yeah. And so like, w- of course, like they responded like, oh no, like I think it, because at first, it was the exact same thing. It was the word two and then lions. Wow. And so they reached out to us once and we were like, no, you know what? No, we don't want to make a big deal about it. Let's just change it to the number two. Because we had looked back into the the database for like the patents and sure, copyrights yeah, and everything. Sure, yeah, where you just and do they, search. And they had like the, the word two and lions. Okay. But then like we searched the number two and lions and nobody had that. So we were like, okay, we'll run with that and then we'll uh, bring the money together to buy it. But we hadn't done that just yet. And... um we made the switch. We switched like the fucking Facebook page, the SoundCloud, the yeah, Instagram, it's a lot everything, of work. everything, yeah. everything across sure. all social media, everything. Even like on Spotify and iTunes, everything was switched from the word two to the number two. Okay, that was like two years ago, and then again, like I want to say around the time that we did the 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 standby EP party here, uh-huh, uh-huh. like a week or two before. They also they they're the same person. Hey, wow. man, this is the second time we reach out to you. I don't know what. And so I, re- like, the first time we didn't respond, we just took action. We were like, no, nah, let's just, you know, like, get it out of the way of Luna Mess. And so this time I was like, hey, man, we already switched the name from the n- word two to the number two. I've looked online for yeah. that. Nobody yeah. owns that. That's different. We're like, it's the bands are completely different, all this other stuff. And I was like, I'm not trying to get into legal battles at all. Yeah, but did you but say, like, like, I gotta stop you? Did they, did you say California? Yeah, so yeah, California that's folk California, band. they got different water over there, Josh. <laughs> like, so the water, it's, 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 yeah, in the, it's even in the air. <laughs> yeah. So and then, um, what else, man? Did you, so, Dos Leones? Yeah, they, they, they like re- responded, and I was like, send me a copy of your like thing of your per- like proof of purchase of the yeah, thing like that's yeah. all I want like if it's there but cool we'll 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 work it out we'll do something about it but then never send me anything uh he was the dude that was representing them like responded was like hey like you know what like no like it's all good like the name is like different enough for us to like like if you know like if either of us gets traffic in search of the other one we'll just like redirect them and i was like there you go bro that was the answer from the beginning like there was no reason wow. for you to well even, you, you know did the I mean? right thing anyway man changing it completely to yeah. dos leones which is just like me saying um Sounds negro instead of uh <laughs> yeah you know just like the you. other one what do you like, mean just like you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well you know i, I mean that's why I, I go around saying negro all day long nobody knows that I'm saying the N-word, so, you know, like, because I just say it in Spanish. Yeah, you just let your secret out there. Yeah, sounds badass. Yeah, I dig it. And so, yeah, I mean, there's just the, the malfunction. Most of the effects for the guitar on the new EP are from that, uh, so yeah, they yeah. couldn't, uh, it, it didn't happen. But, like, the sound sound over gonna, here, though, was pretty... We're going to get another chance next week. No, uh, not next week, the week after. Right? Okay. No, no, no. The yeah, night, next week. Next week. They get the this week is this week. But uh, yeah, Arcana, right? he's accurate. He he he's a United yeah, dude. You're on top of it. There you yeah. go. There you Who's go. emceeing that one? 
J Ram again? I think J Ram again, yeah, because he. Yeah, that's actually his own show. I got a text message from the sound man that said, hey, J Ram asked if I could uh, do the show. And so I was like, okay. Good. I sent him a text message. He texted you? Yeah, the sound guy texted me. The sound guy. J Ram uh, asked him if he could do the show on the 9th. And I said, well, I'll have to check with With Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. All to you, but um, <laughs> uh, dude, dude I, I want to MC your show again, <laughs> dude. You you can, man. I mean, just do it. Like, yeah, I, I mean, well, I I got to do the one for the EP party. Yeah, and it was fun. Like, I, I had fun doing that, and it was around the time where I was barely launching this, so I, you know, I got to like plug it and everything, and it it worked out. Like, I wonder if that was the first time we used the talkback mic. <laughs> if, if yeah, because <laughs> oh, did I just reveal the identity of the sound man? Um, but yeah, because. Like we have a, an amazing mixer there, the yeah, it is. It is a, oh, it's it's hard to there. get a handle on, man. I was trying to man the board that one night, and it was yeah. There was chaotic. a trouble. There was trouble to me in that night. Or that it's night. almost yeah. like you know, it it's is like tricky for sure. You have to. Uh, it's like one of those psychedelic experiences where if you've had this experience, and then you no longer have to use that um, supplement or that tool yeah. to uh, achieve that awareness. So basically. You know, same thing like the board you're running here. You can see all the channels. You can see everything at once. On the 32 channel, same exact thing. You're seeing everything at once. You're just almost like stepping back and looking at things from like the long vision so that you... Yeah, the the one thing I had the most troubles with was the vocals, though. I couldn't get them to come cut across clean enough over everything else. And, you know, just to defend your honor there, we have... Put some uh, stuff to clean up the vocals in the last see, see. since oh, that yes. show. No wonder, so dude, because everything was like we've worked point. on some equalization. He's got a new EQ. We double the monitors, and yeah, and, so yeah, we're so that'll help. So there are some changes, and like we're going through a lot of EQ EQing for the for the vocals. That's dope. So yeah, so the, this ah oh, man, we kind of should have asked them to stay so they can talk about this ep- next weekend. Right? They'll be fine, man. We got to plug it for them though. Yeah. Light bodies, man. Light bodies. That's an amazing. The, the band. whole show is called Arcana, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't. Um, I think that's the title see, of the night. Surf that the is, web. So uh, I don't no, know. That's how, you pr- that's how you pronounce it again. I with think the I did see something Arcana, that said Arcana. Arcana. Like, I anyway, mean, I know that it's like the plural form of arcane, right? Isn't well, it, I don't know. I mean, I took two years of Spanish in high school, so Arcana. you got to back me up here. Like, is it, if it's in English, I feel like it's the plural form of arcane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like several things that are of arcane nature, but I might be incorrect. And I might just be stupid. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, how, how do you pr- pronounce it then? Arcana Ar- or Arcana, either or. Okay. It, depending if it's in English, Arcana. Arcana. If it's in Spanish, Arcana. It says Arcana. here on uh, dictionary.com that Arcana is uh, secrets or mysteries. Yeah, see, but yeah, in, so. an arcane is like pertaining to. So I assume that Or it like says a, here, either of the two groups of cards in a tarot, tarot oh, like tarot card pack. So the yeah, the twenty two trump gonna cards. Kick ass. Major already. You've got you've got a sneak peek at them already, right? That's how you got yeah, that video. Yeah, I got a little. Was that was that clip. them rehearsing or? Yeah, yeah, last yeah, time. that's okay, them yeah, rehearsing. We're just getting like, getting used to the sound. And I was freaking you out. I was like, what the it, fuck? So yeah, I was like, I was like, no, what's going no. on? Why? Yeah. Like, why is this video real? Like, no, we're doing like those like a short release. That's why it was black and white because it was kind of like just a dream. Low end. Now the real deal is happening. This. But it's good promo, man. Did you upload that stuff? Did you? Yeah. It's been out. I, I was freaking out, dude. I was like, "No, I missed it. What the fuck was going on?" What's happening? Oh, no, I had it on black and white, and then color. I think you saw the. Uh, I saw the you color put a one. Filter yeah, on yeah. that thousand likes. 
Um, yeah, they are amazing. Put some dog ears I'm on really it, you know? excited about that show. <laughs> I am too, man. There's a they got I'm, a really good vibe. That yeah, that band yeah, has. They're all you, know, you know, you know, it's so weird. Like the, th- you know, what we were talking about that I'm trying to do like later on this year. Oh, yeah. yeah, that uh, they're like exactly what I wanted, and oh, they wow. like without me having to like even like it just boom came together with them, and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Like now, I don't have to go through the trouble of directing you guys to like where I want want you to take it because you're already doing it. There you go, man. You see, it's part of that self-realization. Playing the type of music you you had. Yeah, exactly. Remember how I was showing you like the internet and all of those people? Yeah. But lo and behold, it just came to fruition on its own. Yeah, that's right. With some locals, they sound trip. uh, The the genre, I would say, it's trip hop. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love New it. Jazz. I mean that, and they're all stars, man. Like those, those yeah, guys dude, are in those, like other bands, you know. It's a so conglomerate it's like of very, very champs. talented yeah. musicians. Like we got a couple of dudes uh, from the Real Man, Matt and that's right. Danny. Yeah, we have Mo Money, Monica. Yeah, that's right. She's good. She's talented on the mic. I know. Th- I don't know who the the guy Who's on the, the horns trumpet was. Trumpet guy's good, man. He yeah. showed up uh, the other day. You know, he's got another job as a mariachi. So I mean, you know, those mariachi players, they they practice really, really hard. They so. got some pipes. Yeah, man. And their bass yeah. player's got some good good uh, chops. Licks, you know, yeah. he, he can keep it, hold down the line. So, yeah, and, yeah, and Monica has that type of voice where it's like, like yeah. I don't know, like she can attack with it or like yeah. ride on it. Sensual. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. It's very sultry. Sultry? Yeah. Is sultry, that the right word? Yeah, sultry, yeah, because it's almost like that raspy, but with like that, like the smooth, like, yeah. you know. It's dope, dude. Like, I'm like super gold, hyped up you know? for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. And like, I feel like it's this this second wave of like whatever is going on because there's something going on, and the first wave initially was Bob, and then with his passing and everything, it kind of it, it sure. kind of yeah. lulled a little bit, and now it's just picking up again, going higher than like even before, man. I'm I'm just happy that we can be a part of that, you know? Like it's, it's yeah, badass. man, for sure. We're in it. We're living. It's gonna it, be man. R two, uh, the art of Melters, uh, Shelter Melter. That's shelter melter. I've never melter heard of that shelter. before. That What's sounds so amazing. Is that know, like a play right? on words like helter skelter? Yeah, yeah. I think like, so. I, and she's yeah. amazing too. Maida so Morales. Obvious. She'll have her art. And, yeah, right. Um, like ca- Captain Obvious over here. Diego. Diego. Canales. She's going to do some live. But yeah, it was like Osoko or something, right? Like there was like a word. Like how do you say that? I thought it was like Osuna. Osuna, yeah. No, you're right. But I saw like a flyer. Osuanaka. Where was the flyer? Osotso. Oh man, that hot sauce yeah. story was amazing. Oh yeah, day. dude, that three fifty seven. Yeah, oh that was awesome. Yeah, it made me crave hot wings. Oh wow, I was like, I I want some hot wings. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, gonna start. It's gonna start right on time at ten p.m. Oh because God, there's um ready. yeah there's I, I'm gonna try to be here a little bit earlier so I can like set up shop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, pull man, up, for sure. Pull up with the 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 supplies to get it crunk. Or like a good vibe, whatever, <laughs> and just I don't know, like just post up and be ready because I'm yeah like ready yeah yeah man yeah yeah because yeah, you want to lock in, dude. Get your refreshments, get exactly. your munchies, and just like because this is gonna be a band that um like dude I can they're they're all uh it's kind of like that like a super group because it's like the dream team the the band that's playing is going to break up. It's like Voltron. So they're going to break up into their own little like lions, you know, not to use the lion yeah, pun, but yeah, yeah they're going to break up into their own respective and have their own shows. So I think Danny is doing a show and so Basiturno. is uh, Matt. 
but you know, I don't uh, know their oh, stage like names. All, all that, all that. So that those same bands, night, all that is happening. Those right, bands, right? They're first gonna do their solo projects, and then oh, at the end, they all get shit. yeah. Like the opening bands out. are them. Like nice. they're not. That's why I said like Voltron. Like yeah, they all come like together at the end. And like Morphin right big, here. Exactly. That's exactly. badass, dude. Super group. All those uh, allegories there. The analogies. Some, yeah, and what I heard for sure. Uh, Monica, she also like turns into this character. I mean, oh, she puts yeah, on a badass show whenever she Good, performs. Bro. She that, when I had her on the show, she was saying that that was like her favorite part of doing it. It was like to be able to bring that power, like that energy to yeah, the stage. Yeah, she's totally like, got like I'm that like up to see winner also, like, like attitude. Saying, like uh, she's she's on fire. Like Danica, you know? dude, she was on some like yeah. mystic, like almost um, like. Aztec high priestess yeah, type totally. of shit. She, Danica is right? like she was about to get exercised. And then immediately after she got off the stage, you know, she's just like this tiny chick and she <laughs> just like goes back to just like, hi, what's up? Yeah. yeah. It, it was so interesting to be able to dive behind like yeah. the music when we yeah. hung out with them. Oh, man. yeah. Like that's, that was nice. I, I had like, you know, because the first time I saw them, I didn't really get to interact with them because they were like, we were at Seto Banderas. They played, they got off stage, and then like everyone else was playing. They did their own thing, and then like I mean, the the night ended, right? And was they yeah. went back to doing their own thing, and I was just like, oh my god! Like I just witnessed this fucking crazy band, this like female lead singer doing like this crazy shit on stage. The guitar was like creating portals and space time, and like yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What just happened? And I don't know. Like since then, it was just like in my mind, like damn, like you know. But then just getting to hang out with them and getting to know them and like. All the shenanigans that happened before and everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that blister. You had like a double blister, man, Bro, there for a while. That was pretty yeah. bad. I like, hope Johnny's yeah. doing okay. I hope so, Johnny. That was man, yeah, that the was energy bad. of the night. I know. Man, yeah. the whole but day. that was like the start. So if that's the start of their tour, then the worst is over. And so like they're, the rest of the tour is going to be vacation. We'll pray for them. Send the good vibes. Yeah, shout out, out to Tesoro. They're playing in uh, San Antonio on Thursday. All they right, have a yeah. long tour, right? Yes, sir. Like Dates two all over the motherfucker. Yeah, three man. Months. What is that? 300 years in San Antonio, right? Yeah. 2017, 2017, 17. <laughs> That's like 300 years of yeah, uh, of life in that city. <laughs> it's badass. Like hey, it's we always got to give a shout out to the arcane, right? To, to the, the old. arcana. Yeah, so the the knowledge of the olden times, the secrets. The right. knowledge of the Sumerians. That's right, man. Don't get me started on the Sumerians. It's that, that you got to save it, Rick, because that's a whole podcast on its we own. We have to save it, yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah we'll we will on. rival the JRE with my knowledge of the Sumerians. Yeah, because we also <laughs> had the other day, uh, Derek, uh, we could also have a show about oh, that. Yeah, well, maybe yeah but we I reserve the right the to philosophy. not comment. Yes, let's oh, not, okay, not comment. Oh, like okay, that's like a no comment. That was a nice comment. show, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's like right on the verge. Like we got all these bars downtown that are about to open up. Like, I know Jeremy was talking we're about. We're at the beginning of this, like, uh, the apex. Like, yeah, we're, we're just going to start accelerating It's upward. sort of like, like the, like the global consciousness, you know? It's again, starting to swing have, back into who full. who do we have to thank? It's the CERN. Like, True. I think we're back on that, you know? So this plan B might have actually been the whole plan A to begin with. And so, because I, I, somebody was, I was talking to somebody and they were saying that... Um, that we were living in a simulated reality experience, SRE, right? Simulated reality experience. And then all of a sudden, after CERN, when they hit plan B, what they didn't really know is that they, were, they clicked on the yeah. reality experience. And so now we're in real life. And like, so back in 2012 and everything before 2012, it was simulated and, yeah. real life. That's trippy to think of. Though. And now we're in real life. Yeah. So 
you better believe in something because if you don't believe in something, like it's coming. Like whatever it is. So at least have you some don't think absolution. That if you don't believe in anything and you're just open to everything, you would be more prepared. Well, yeah, you'd be prepared to disappear and turn into nothing, like the way the Pope said to his friend. And it was published in La Repubblica in Italy. (laughs) You know, so the Pope said, like, if you're an atheist and you believe in nothing, your souls just disappear and disintegrate into nothing. And you do not enter the contemplation of God. There's a lot of secrets that the Jesuits don't give to the rest of us. What's your take on... I'm going to take another hard right. Aye, let's do it, please, because I don't (laughs) want to get started. (laughs) What's your take on uh, Freemasonry? Um, hey, it's it's an organization, man. I think that there was some bad, uh, bad it's publicity in the 1850s, <laughs> specifically for the Freemasons that that uh, put that like uh, stigma in our head, and that's why people think that they're bad. But um, they gave us free speech. They gave us a lot of these things. You know, a lot of the liberties that we have that we in our country that comes from the Freemasons that that founded our our country, the Constitution. So. Um, don't think it's bad. I think it it got bad publicity, just like Infowars gets bad publicity in the 21st century. They got bad publicity in the 1850s, and and especially you get the birth of corporations getting the the same rights that citizens of the USA had in the 1850s. That 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 really displaces a lot of that self grassroots bring yourself up from the bootstraps that the Freemasons were mm. trying to do in the... So I wouldn't put them out to pasture and say that they're not bad. But then again, I, I, I will say this, that the limit is that that whole thing about the 33 degrees, that that's like the you, the highest level that you can master reality in this earth. So a lot of the people that are controlling us, that are um, policing our thought and monitoring our, our way of being, happen to, to be... Uh, Subscribe to that. Well, they happen think to they're, be they're bad? in it. No, I, I I don't know what they are. I just know that they're there and they're powerful the, yeah. reality people. They they reality know how to work engines. with reality. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like since I don't know anything about it, I'm like in that movie uh, Last Jedi when when Ray tells Luke like, oh, "What do you know about the Force?" And oh, well, it's a power the Jedi's have that you know every sentence that you know, yeah. word in that sentence is wrong. Like, yeah. so that's probably what I just said about the Freemasons. But I don't think they're bad. The the predominant thing that I've heard, like, and this is just from other like ventures into the internet for like in- information, and ultimately is like that once the the main thing that I've heard is that once you reach like the thirty third degree or whatever. It's like when they reveal to you, like, oh, this is like Luciferianism. Welcome to hell. Or like, Satan is your master. So that's like what I've heard. That's like the ultimate thing. Well, um, you might be onto something. There's a a guy, if you want to learn about Freemasonry right now, I'd say the hottest hottest author out there, the the guy that knows the most is named Leo Zagami. And he's uh, um, Italian and, uh, you know, comes from a long line of people within his family that have been doing it for a thousand years, more than a thousand years. He was born into it. He's uh, first cousins with the Queen of England. Oh, that's fucking um, wild. You know, I mean, they're... So, Leo Zagami and his book, his newest book is about Freemasonry and the the Black Pope or the Satanic Pope. I mean, I don't want to give too, many, too much stuff away, but it's... I mean, he's, give it all away, brother. He's oh, right up on there on that. Now you're... you're okay, so the Freemasons... Are are the same as the Black Pope? Or no, the Freemasons the are like, uh, uh, it's a big thing. So Masons, and there's all different kinds of Masons. It doesn't, 
they're done there are different groups and different varieties so it's it's like saying hamburger is hamburger and then we got burger king and we got mcdonald's so yeah, like so a- there are different types of freemasons and this guy used to be in one group that and that was you know illuminati type of group and like he could go into the vatican and and wow. talk to the pope and you know they open doors for him and that kind of like fight club like the secret, secret stuff like, like when you over safe. here my compadre goes to a place in in town and everyone's like yes sir like yes so okay and you know they <laughs> give him the, what place the best uh, i don't know what place <laughs> he goes to, but, but that's that that guy would get the royal treatment okay. everywhere man like and Shit. that's because he's in his family he was born into it i could tell less is getting bored but it's so, so it's really not that bad uh, we're we're it's it's all part of the 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 thing that the we're in, like we're in this Freemason world, they they kind of shape it. I think they're part of the power shapers, because they're they might be part of that. Making it to the thirty third degree is that you're you now have the ability to disconnect or to shape the world in your in your in your view. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I don't know, man. There's 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 a lot to it, and a lot that I feel goes back to like alchemy. More than likely, which goes back to like the mysteries or like the ancient mysteries. Well, alchemy mysteries. is is uh, real simple, right? It's a transmutation. a transmutation of base metals to gold, but it's really just a uh, allegorical, uh, or allegorical for the transmutation of your mind. mortal soul into a divine soul. Yeah. And so um, the light beings. So that's why, like, meeting those people and the the, the way the the band light bodies come together is like another one of those like Dezora, like. Um, coincidences coming together and then palos like all of a sudden and then they're called light bodies you know so like it's right up up the alley of what we're talking about like we are a light body right we're yeah what do the theosophists say the theosophists talk about the uh well we've got the the physical reality the soul world and then the spirit world and and the physical form is the roughest version of the uh, finer particle that is the soul. And then the soul world is the roughest version of the, that finer finer um, particle that would be the spirit world. And so one it's bleeds like the, over into the other. The bridge between yeah, each. Yeah, that conduit or the multidimensional yeah. gateway that, that, that's going through our spine and, you know, the pillar of Osiris and the boat of heaven and everything, you know, it's happening. In the the center, everything's connected to the breathing and so that's why we breathe that's why the dog is asleep because we're spitting out so much consciousness right now the lower lower ordered animal is is just like it can't take it it's a sensory overload but like and and then the the some of us you know with like the (laughs) triple digit iqs over here are like uh, you know (laughs) falling over on the chair asleep take a red bull and but i that would be my guess my Opinion. I don't. I yeah, don't, we don't I can't know whether it is that. fact or not. Yeah, because I took him running before. Or maybe it was the Benadryl that I slipped into the the Cosby <laughs> that I slipped into the the Gave dog's water. Yeah, little pill Cosby. Yeah, little pill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man, I don't know. There's well, um, just so much to like take in with regards to what we don't know. Because I mean, the Library of Alexandria was burned down. Well, yeah, so, but I mean, like our heart is still here. So yeah, the like, fire within our heart is there. So we don't need to carry the furnace with us. We just need a little spark, right? And we can make a fire. 
It'd be so, a lot easier to have the books on how to make the fire, though. Well, yeah, but the, <laughs> the book itself, like yeah. these things that were created, what I'm, my point is they were created by men, they were created by women, by people, and anything created by people can be recreated, recreated. or discovered or rediscovered or um, encountered by people that come after them. Um, like Scott Adams talks about the, uh, um, you know, how history repeats itself but not really that it's like repeating itself identically it's but like it's iterations of like the same yes archetypes. yeah like mm-hmm, exactly exactly um, so how do you how do you feel or what do you what's your take on gobekli tepe and then the well like what the that's like uh the oldest uh, site on earth so you know there there's i i i just said it's simply the a uh, few hours ago if these kind of things had been discovered in like the 1996 onward, then there would be no, no. Uh, I said it the other day at, at, on Saturday. There would be no. Uh, a, it would. It's a no-brainer. Instantly, we would just all of us would say, "Yeah, ancient civilization that was ahead of us. They were smarter. They they had more tech. They were just better." But since that stuff oh, was okay. discovered, you know. Decades back, what like Gobeki Tepe so was Tepe discovered pretty... in the 1800s? No, it was like very recent, dude. It's like, it's like been so it was discovered in what the 60s, 70s? No, like a couple of years ago. No mames, yeah. No, that stuff yeah. was discovered gonna, uh, let me, older, right? Let me Google that shit right now. Google that one. You gotta, you gotta, I gotta be sure because I'm, I'm, well, pretty I don't know. Sure. Google is now owned by George Soros. I know, right? Posting, like, can you bing it? Can you duck, duck, go that one? <laughs> or what was the, oh, fuck, what was What's the other What's the other one? one? There was one, and I no, but either it. way, um, it Josh, it 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 goes back to the same uh, megalithic builders that were building in Peru, the same megalithic builders that were building in in Malta, um, all over the place. And these these sites actually on the the world itself, you can you can take uh, measurements and and uh, take quantized measurements like the qubit and other other uh, units that. Like the Egyptian uh, foot or like their unit of measurement. Yeah. You know, those kind of things. Like all that. And you can make those correlations and go back to, to pi and then and then um, connect dots and, and connect like the Great Pyramid to um, Turkey. Gobeki Tepe or um, Gobleki Tepe. Gobekli Tepe. Gobekli Tepe. Can you say that 10 times, Alyssa? No, and I then spin not. around, like do the handstand. I think I'd fall asleep like my dog. Yeah, no, no, no. You're all right. Like, don't be hard on yourself. It's all good. <laughs> it's happy times. Come on. Where is like the simple answer? There's like no, there's, there's no simple answer because they've been listening to us. Um, either way, it's an ancient megalithic <laughs> site. It's probably the oldest site on Earth. But that's what the mainstream says. They won't tell you that the oldest sites are in South Africa in Adam's 1996. Calendar. Yeah, okay, so it was 1996. Hey, there okay. you go, man. So maybe That's, we're, we're getting Mandela affected in real life, man, because in my reality time, that shit was discovered earlier. So, Fuck, in my reality time, Graham Hancock just brought it up. like In the 90s. Yeah, Graham Hancock is the guy, but... He said two years ago, right? Yeah, or I don't, like, because, I mean, he just put out that other... The no, Graham Hancock's been working oh, yeah. on he that did for more than twenty of the gods. years. Yeah, he did yeah. Fingers, uh, fingerprints, fingerprints of the gods. Because fingerprints of the gods is I like nineteen ninety six, isn't yeah. it? Ninety seven. And then he did uh, yeah, chariots of the gods. No, no, that's the other guy, the um, uh, Van Doniken, no, Eric okay. Van Doniken. Oh, fuck, he did but fingerprints of the gods. 
something else of the gods and then magicians of the gods, which is the most recent one that came out like a year or two ago, which is when he was talking about Gobekli Tepe. Yeah. And then he was on JRE. But everything's connected, man. They're all the sites are connected. You can literally put a map of the earth and then do like... One of my guests posited that, that, or he was like, this is what he heard or what he looked into is that they would resonate like all together, all these like ancient sites to create. Yeah, like they the call it the uh, Christ consciousness grid. The, that's what they call it. The it's Earth's called the Christ Merkaba. consciousness yeah. grid. Yeah, or in that language, Merkaba. But yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's a cool um, word. Let's see. It's a uh, Dolores Cannon has some uh, information about that. I think I don't know, and I now I don't know anything anymore about time. But I think Dolores Cannon is really dead. <laughs> like whether it's in like the real Mandela effect or yeah. not. But I think she's dead. She died in 2014. Como but. Osama bin Laden in 2001 um, died. He was what? killed. No. Uh, Osama bin Laden was killed in 2001. Then who the fuck did they kill in 2012? No, that was all pretend. Like Omar Sheikh killed Osama bin Laden in 2001 in an operation with the special forces. Like, yeah. Um, uh, okay. God yeah, damn. December. He was buried in an unmarked grave in Afghanistan by his own men. Yeah. It was... Uh, anyway. um that was published in Mainstream News, Josh. That was Mainstream CNN, the crime news network, <laughs> in, in 2001, in December. Oh, like Osama I saw, bin Laden. I saw a colonel, uh, a, a colonel from the uh, military, you know, those guys that they come out and... Because he was weird, too, that the, the, the squad team that killed him, supposedly, they also died, died. in a helicopter crash. Yeah, they did. Like, it's all puro pedo, man. It's all puro pedo. They're living in the pinche star base over there in Russia with Christy McNichols or whatever, the pinche girl from the Challenger in 1985. Christina, whatever, the teacher that went up to space that blew up in Challenger. Have you seen the the picture of, like, those people, like, that were the astronauts that are, like, still alive and they have the same name and, like, they're, like, still alive? Yes, those are the ones from the Challenger that I'm saying, dude. Like, Like, yeah. Boom. Yeah, like I watched that thing when I was a little boy in, in 1985 in in real time elementary school. Yeah. And they had the TV I see and like, oh, um, kids, um, you know, like the teacher didn't know what to say. Like, and of course there was like the little me was like, I wonder like, where, where are the body parts floating in the ocean? Like the boat, cause body parts float. Like, cause you know, I watched a lot of stupid movies when I was a kid. So it was like the first thing out of my head, they my float. mouth was like, are there body parts floating <laughs> now float. in the ocean? And the teacher was like, don't say those things. <laughs> But you really, so you see, like, we're, we're subject wild. to the influences that we get from uh, external influences, man. They shape you, the way we think. Do you remember the first time that you found out about, like, the Gulf of Tonkin or, like, the Bay of Pigs and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, what I was, was in high school, What was your initial reaction? Well, I mean, I was in high school when Rage Against the Machine was coming out. So I was already getting raged out. So, and then in... Uh, in 92, we had some American Indians come to my high school and give us uh, um, an awareness, like, uh, a lot better than the uh, than that uh, awakening over here of, like, freedom, quien sabe que, I don't want to name any names. But we had real American Indians come over to our, our and give us human rights lectures and human rights. So there was, a, there was an awakening there going on. And, of course, the Gulf of Tonkin and the Bay of Pigs. And then... I took history at, at uh, in college, and it was like boom, like the Lusitania. 
Yes, Pearl man. Harbor. Yeah, everything, man. Like the like, USS the Maine, fuck? like yeah. all that, like yellow journalism, sensationalism. Once that, once you figure that out, like the veil is removed, like you can't even like have a Burger King the same anymore. Like you can't just go get a Whopper anymore. You it's just you like can't, the, the you can't turn fun the news on gone. and take anything seriously. No, you can't. It's like well, Wait because so you you do know that like since Kennedy, since like the sixties, the um, there's over one thousand executive orders signed by the presidents, the various presidents in, since uh, Kennedy, I think. And uh, I, I want to, I'd say I think because I think it might go back even to before Kennedy, which was Eisenhower. But since Probably. right that moment, um, when, and that's that, that turning point in American history, right there in 53 and, and all the way to 61, but that like that, those, those eight years, that turning point right there is the, uh, is the beginning of what we call the military-industrial complex. complex. Yes. And so... Within that that paradigm, we're looking at thousands, over one thousand executive orders, that that basically put all of the media under the control of the uh, president of the United States. So right now, the the majority of the media outlets are reading scripts that that are handed to we, them. Dude, we did a I forgot what episode it was, but we had a video that. Someone on Reddit posted, and they stitched together like a lot of different. Yes, that's clips. right. That I remember you, know you said that, and they they are using the exact same, same language, and different channels, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. It's since '63, like, since I think since Kennedy, there's been over 1,000 executive orders that during if if uh, somebody flies into our airspace, boom, like um, a, a protocol goes in, or if if we're at war with someone, boom, a protocol goes in. So we've already gone through so many things. There's school shootings, all this stuff. So these protocols, it's just it's it's by the book. Literally, our media is controlled from within. It's worse than communist Russia. It's worse than uh, than uh, Maoist, yeah, communist China. Yeah, where they harvest uh, body part organs from Christians and Buddhists. That Chinese animal right there. That I'm. I just. I would just want (laughs) to take it home and you know do things to it for China. (laughs) <laughs> but that's basically it. Like uh, China is is they they've killed over a hundred million people in the twentieth century. Chinese government is is they're really uh, um, elusive the way they they hide it. They they make us hate the Russians, and the Russians are are not the enemy. But you know that's that's a little bit like going to the side of the the political aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But really, mm-hmm. we're. It's these these forces are they're impossible to deal with. All we can really do, Josh, is just be. try to be well. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, try to be, be well and, and be happy. And, 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 and they they fund their own anti-establishment. Um, the establishment fund their own anti-establishment propaganda. So they they can kind of yeah. balance the thing, but they're in control of it too. How yeah. much they you know anti promote themselves and things like that. Yeah, because China just pulled out of some, like, internet. China has, like, the ultimate internet censorship. And uh, we're supposed to be partnering with the EU and make sure that that we let the internet be a fair marketplace where people can put their ideas. But, my goodness, the censorship that they have in China is... Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And nobody's coming out and, and saying, hey, China, you can't do this. Nobody's defending the EU and... Meanwhile, we have to have to deal with it, and then we got like that stuff that's going on in the real world, like Starbucks, where they're they're loitering at Starbucks, and you get to use the bathroom now. Anyone can use the bathroom. <laughs> I want to go use the bathroom at Starbucks. You know, there's no police. It's yeah. gender neutral, bro. 
Yeah, it's gender neutral now. Yeah, so I can go dressed as the video gender, like beep beep, like yeah. Sven computer. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, beep beep. Postmodernism. But I mean, you know, you 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 listen to Louder with Crowder. You, you're familiar with him, so you know he has got that like side character that he has in his in his crew called Sven computer. Yeah, that that dresses like a computer and like you know. I identify as a fucking. Yeah, I identify as a computer. I identify as an attack helicopter. Oh, like yo a, soy de Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah. How about you, Alyssa? I. Uh, she's from San Antonio. She's from San Antonio. Yeah. You're from San Antonio. Yeah. Nice. What are you doing? West Side for fun. Study. West Side. Porque West Side. Studying. Well, she's from the West Side, no? Oh, Culebra. Okay. Huh? Studying what? Um, marketing, communication, and arts. Mm, marketing, Orale. communication, and arts. Damn. Okay. That's cool. Orale. Yeah. It's How's your experience been in Laredo so far? Um, I like, I enjoy Laredo. Um, I grew up in a small town in Indiana. Uh, so I think bigger cities are more chaotic to me and they, they are kind of distractions. And I think I'm in a a place where I want to be able to produce something without being distracted by other other people producing or other people. Like you want and, some and insulation between you yeah, and them. Yeah. I just want the space. I want the quiet. And um, I think Laredo gives that to me. That's cool. It's a different perspective. That's pretty crazy, though. Indiana, San Antonio, Laredo. Yeah. Yeah, that's far away, Indiana. It yeah. get, gets cold up there, right? Yes, it does. How do you feel about this cold. heat, though? Um, I love the heat. Yeah? I, as a little girl, I would sit outside of my house on the cement and just lay there, and my neighbor would yell at me and tell me that I was going to get skin cancer. Yeah, I'm gonna get skin cancer. <laughs> I got the SPF 3000. Remember that RoboCop movie? <laughs> God give me the, don't give me that SPF 15 stuff. I want the... The good. God damn it, guys. Indiana sounds nice, so, Alessa, that's, that's a cool experience. It was. It was a cool experience. I think it taught me about how to be... I think it initially, like, taught me to be creative with, like, my time. And just how I enjoyed it. I knew you weren't just like from San Antonio, but I couldn't place it. And like I wanted to ask how, you, but then like I didn't you want like micro moved? trigger. Moved where? Like to there's San Antonio, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I was born here in Laredo. Okay. And then I was back and forth uh, to San Antonio. Uh, my parents divorced. And when my mom was remarried, my mom moved to Indiana where uh, her husband was from. Okay. And we moved over there around, uh, I always get confused with the times because at the school that I would attend, it was elementary and middle school were, were together. And here, that isn't that isn't a thing. Yeah, it's totally cool though. We totally we've already established that like time is no longer a factor in like yeah. our world because we Mandela affected ourselves out of uh, it. Oh, yeah, but yeah. like, it's cool. Like, keep it going, keep it going. Um, you're, 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 I was around. You're like, vibing good. The age of like six, and then I came back when I was around like. 11, 12, 13, somewhere around there. Those are the formative years. Yeah, so you would have spent like you you probably saw snow and. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like the, the seasons changing, enjoyable. leaves falling off the trees, all that stuff. Yeah. Like they turn colors, like stuff that doesn't happen in Laredo. Mm-hmm. I mean, traveling is important. I think that's something that I still want to continue. I don't see myself just settling. Whoa, what's going on there? We oh, just had a little uh, duende running through here. Yeah. Uh. Test one, two. What happened there? Is it gone? Okay, there you go. Yes. Yeah, you are number two. What the fuck? Okay, so it was an Oscar, right? All right, hold on. Let me. I'm going to... All right, all right. Testing, one, two. And Testing. we're back online. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, Test what the one, fuck? Two. Maybe it's the... Maybe it's the mic. There we go. We're back online there. Oh, what? Oh, what? Mm. It's because that cord is only good for an hour. Yeah, we're on... <laughs> the queue. The cube right there saying, like, I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. What time is it? It's 10.15. It could be the... I mean, not that it isn't, but there's obviously is a logical reason why there's a short. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But it might be a good time to wrap up since... Yeah, I guess... Since our guest didn't arrive. Yeah, sorry. Everyone listening, I'm like, I'm not going to edit it out just for the sake of keeping it real. We can edit it out, though. You can edit it out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to leave it on there. Be real. Keep it it true. (laughs) Real There was this girl I liked back at UTSA, and her email was be for real. Be for real. was it with a four? It was. It was like my first encountering with that kind of like special letter stuff, and I almost didn't want to like her, but she was too pretty. I'm going to... Let it ride out to one of my favorite tracks from Dezora. Oh, dude, go yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. So let's just, let's appreciate this jam. It's called The Moon and I. It's actually the last song they played before they played Roulette Dares. Oh, man, Roulette Dares. Yeah. So we got to give a shout oh out. God. They were so good. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, Amor Amor? I, yes. Yeah, yes. that was fucking dope. Yeah, that song's badass. I liked it. All right, guys. Well, um, all right. Thanks a lot, yeah. everyone. Thank you, Alessa. Yeah, thank you, Ministro. Thank you, guys, and see you Saturday. Yeah, I guess we'll see Show all of y'all Saturday. Show starts at 10. What's the cover? Tip to sound. C- cover? What's the cover? It's $8 cover. $8 cover, BYOB. BYOB. Um, and rock on. Rock on. And this is called The Moon and I. All right, you have a fun time.
Thank <laughs> you.